In this episode, I'm going to talk about the effects of COVID-19 and iOS 14 on dropshipping. You're listening to The Liftoff Show, the podcast for ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs, helping you increase sales, profits, and build a powerhouse brand fast. I'm your host, Austin Lovell, and welcome to the show. Obviously, a lot has changed over the past 12 to 18 months when it comes to e-commerce. There's been a lot of changes when it comes to platforms and also the world that we're living in. So in this episode, I wanted to dive into some of the key changes that I've seen in the whole e-commerce world when it comes to dropshipping in particular, and just some ways that you can adapt and build a stronger brand and really thrive during this time and make sure that you're setting your brand up for long-term success. So if we quickly touch on a couple of the key things that have really changed. First of all, I think lockdowns have definitely affected buying behavior. Initially, there was this huge surge, I guess, of online sales as people are stuck inside, they don't know what else to do, hoppy on their phone and they're buying products online. And so initially saw this big surge whenever there's a lockdown, you hear a lot of stories about brands that are really capitalizing on that. Obviously not in an unethical way, but a lot of people are spending time on their devices, they're seeing these ads and they're buying more products. And other times you might hear about brands that haven't been able to perform all that well during that time because they either had a brick and mortar location as well and they weren't purely e-commerce and so they suffer very, very negative effects. And I think another interesting thing to note about the effects on buying behavior is the amount of ad content that people are consuming. For example, if you're spending more time inside, if you're in lockdown and you're spending time at home, you're spending more time on your devices inherently, you would probably be consuming a lot more advertising on the platforms that you spend your time on than you would if it was just a normal day. So by consuming more advertising content, chances are consumers are gonna become more weathered to this. They're gonna really look for the best advertising that grabs their attention the most, that really demands their attention, and they're gonna ignore everything else. So I think based on the amount of advertising that people are consuming as well, it's required us as marketers and advertisers and e-commerce brand builders to be more thoughtful when it comes to creative, when it comes to ad copy and angles in particular, and being thoughtful about what's happening right now and using Using that, I guess, to our advantage, in not in an unethical way, as I said before, but just being smart about how you're advertising, being creative and humorous and different. When all of this ad creative and all of this advertising is being consumed, you've got to stand out because as your customers consume more advertising, what they're really going to pay attention to is the ads that demand their attention. And so I think there's a couple of huge changes when it comes to how it's affected buying behavior. I also think brands who have character are standing out. And what I mean by that is, the brands that are doing things their own way, that have a unique brand voice, that are a bit humorous or a bit comical or do things a bit differently. And you often see brands like this stand out and get the most engagement. And so I think those are the brands that you need to look out for and try and be like those and really bring out your brand voice and be interesting online. Make every post that you put out valuable and interesting or a conversation starter or something funny or different. I think that's how brands are really standing out right now when there is such a heavy saturation of content is to really be different and be you as a brand. You don't wanna be posting bland content on your social platforms and using bland advertising because no one's gonna pay attention to what you have to say. But you'll see lots of brands where they post engaging, funny, humorous content as I just said. So try and be one of those brands. Really bring your brand voice to the forefront and don't be afraid, I guess, to be you as a brand. 
And I think customer focused brands are only gonna continue to lead the pack. As other brands might focus more on their products or on their brand, the ones that really stand out and the ones that have been able to capitalize on this point in time are the ones that are extremely focused on their customers. So whenever you can be customer centric right from the start, right from product development, if you're building a new brand right now, or if you're an established brand, be more focused on your customers. That can be improving customer support times. It can be engaging with your customers on your social platform. If they comment, are you replying? Are you starting conversations? Are you posting content that people want to see? All the way through to giveaways or competitions or just the ways that you talk with your customers. And I think being customer centric is only a formula that's going to lead to incredible outcomes. And then we think about iOS 14. How has that changed the whole e-commerce game? Well, I guess it's made it more difficult for dropshippers who may rely more heavily on retargeting campaigns. Considering the profit margins are so tight, might rely on those retargeting campaigns to really bring in a lot of the sales. But when these audience sizes have shrunk and constricted because of the advertising changes on Facebook and Instagram, it makes it more difficult to scale faster or rely heavily on those retargeting campaigns when the audience volume just isn't there anymore. So I think it's had a huge effect on many different aspects of advertising and brand building, but more specifically retargeting campaigns on Facebook and Instagram. So how can you adapt and build a stronger brand right now? There's a few key things that I've seen and that I really recommend recommend. And first of all, is listening to your customers more. Whenever you have the opportunity to listen to what your customers are saying, to get feedback, to hear what they have to say about your content and your products and your brand, you want to take that in. That's valuable. That's gold. So whenever you can listen to your customers, hear what they have to say and start conversations with them. It could be a post-purchase email that's very casual and you're just asking about the whole customer experience because you're trying to improve it and make it better. Or in your social content, just sparking more conversations rather than just photos of your product with no conversation starter or no reason for a customer to engage with that content. So listen to your customers more and that's gonna allow you to be more customer centric, to really build a brand that your customers care about and to build a cult-like following for your brand. And that leads on to the next point, which is being customer centric and not product or brand centric. Every chance you get, be focused on the customers, what they want, how you can solve that problem for them with your products. And when you're just developing a new brand or building a new product, if you're doing that right now, these are the questions that I recommend asking yourself is, how is this gonna solve my customer's problem? What problem am I actually solving for them? And I think it's a very interesting thing when you go back to the drawing board, even if you have an established brand and product, and you really ask yourself again, what is the main problem that I'm solving for my customers? And if you know that to a T, and you understand exactly what your customers want, it's gonna make it so much easier to advertise when advertising is becoming more competitive and more saturated. So these are the things that are gonna help you stand out, being more customer centric. Now moving on to the next one, increasing your average order value. So you want to sell products that are at a high ticket or you want to bundle products together or just get your AOV above a certain point. And that point, that magic number, when I was chatting with Nick Shackelford on the podcast a few episodes ago, he mentioned the number was around 67 US dollars. That's that magic average order value number. Now I don't know where that number comes from, but overall I'm seeing this enormous trend where brands are trying to increase their AOV AOV, to bundle products together, to cross-sell, upsell, remarket to existing customers to increase that customer LTV as well. The more money that you can get from your customers and the more value that you can provide in return, it's going to make your advertising so much easier because you have more margin to play with. You're not on these super tight margins.
margins, which make it very, very difficult for you to scale. So where you can, and again, if you're just starting a brand, look for products that have a higher AOV. It's gonna make your life tremendously easier in the next few weeks and next few months when you launch. And moving on to the final point, I just mentioned it before, but focusing on how to improve your customer lifetime value and improving it with remarketing or increasing the purchase rate. Now, if you have a product that's a consumable, like a skincare product or a supplement, this is a lot easier for you because you can increase that LTV by providing a kick-ass product and people naturally wanna come back and keep getting more. But when you have a product that isn't a consumable, maybe it's a water bottle, maybe it's a red light therapy panel, maybe it's a t-shirt, whatever those things are, you want to focus on bringing those customers back and buying more products from you, buying similar products, cross-selling them to other products, and just getting them more involved with your brand and getting them coming back. Because that's going to mean that you can spend more money up front to acquire those customers. And as ad costs keep increasing over time, it's only going to get more expensive to acquire customers on platforms that are mature like Facebook and Instagram. So the more that you can increase your customer lifetime value, the more that you can leverage platforms like email marketing, or SMS to bring more customers back and to buy from you again, the more margin you'll have to play with, which will make your advertising a lot easier because the brands that can spend the most to acquire a customer will win. And when you can spend more upfront because you know that your LTV is so much greater than what your competitors is, then you can spend more upfront. You can be comfortable with that and you know it's gonna be profitable for you over the next three, six, 12 month window. And I think the last thing here is to be agile and adapt quickly. And you would have seen a lot of brands when lockdowns first started or when iOS 14 changes first hit, you would see some very significant changes in their products or the way that they were marketing or advertising. It changed quickly. And those are the brands that were able to capitalize. Those were the brands that were able to see the greatest returns. And those were the brands that didn't suffer during this time but actually grew enormously. These were brands that were quick to adapt and they stayed ahead of the curve. So whenever you can, be quick, be agile, adapt to new changes because platforms and ad platforms are always gonna change. There's always gonna be something that's happening in the world that may affect how your e-commerce store performs. There may be a new trend that comes up. There's always gonna be new platforms that maybe your competitors are using for advertising. But if you're quick and you adapt and you're agile, then you can stay on top of those, you can stay ahead of the curve and you can make sure that your brand is always growing. And so that brings us to the end of this episode. And I want to hear from you. What are you doing to safeguard your brand against recent changes on advertising platforms or with the pandemic and how that's affected your brand? What are you doing to stay ahead of the curve? If I haven't mentioned something here, I'd love to hear it from you as well. If you're watching this on YouTube, just leave a comment below or reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear what you're doing to stay ahead of the curve. So appreciate you tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode.